0: Let's talk about styling for volume versus definition. If you don't know who I am, hey, it's a Rio. I actually haven't recorded a podcast, like actually physically recorded a podcast since last year. This feels kind of strange to me. But anyway, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Welcome to 2024. This is the first ever recording of the Curly Girl Confessions for 2024. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but anyway, l- l- let's get into it. styling for volume or styling for definition i feel like this is some eternal struggle that as a curly girl i struggle with personally me and i'm sure that i'm not the only one that struggles with this like do i feel like styling for volume do i feel like styling for definition is there a way that i can style for definition and have volume at the same time Or am I stuck to having the super defined curls, but then it's, you know, a little less voluminous? Or if I'm styling for volume, am I stuck with frizz? So to kick things off, let's get into the basics and understand what are the fundamentals between styling for volume and styling for definition. Well styling for volume usually involves techniques that lift the hair at the roots, so you want to style away from the scalp it usually creates a fuller look a more voluminous look and on the other hand styling for definition focuses on enhancing the natural texture of the hair you know emphasizing the curls or the coils or the waves and as a result it's usually flatter at the roots. So, with that being said, there are also products and tools that play a crucial role in helping you to either achieve volume or definition. And some of the go-to products for volume, excuse you, some of the go-to products for volume are things like a volumizing mousse, a spray that is like a root lifting spray or a hairspray where you just like you fillies your roots away from the scalp. For definition, you want to focus on products like styling creams, curling curl activating creams, gels and also the correct tools. Having the correct tools is very important. Are you going to finger style? For volume, you can just go in with your hands. For definition, you want to have the right brush. You want to use the correct finger styling technique. And then you also want to consider, how are you going to dry your hair? Are you going to allow your hair to air dry? Typically, air drying doesn't allow for a lot of definition because gravity. But with diffusing, if you choose a diffuser, you can dry your hair in a shape that is gravity-defying, quote-unquote. For volume, if you're styling for volume, like some of the techniques you want to focus on are working in bigger sections, using a lighter weight product that can add loft. For definition, you want to work in smaller sections. The smaller your section the more definition your curl is going to have. And then you want to add your product as high as possible on your hair, but without touching your root or scalp, like avoid touching your actual skin, but add as high as you possibly can. And then you can diffuse with a hovering method so the hovering method is where you just hover the diffuser over your hair and allow it to kind of air dry, but in an accelerated way instead of flipping your hair over and then diffusing your hair in a more voluminous way you're the battle of fine hair with everything we've spoken about the is a battle that a lot of people struggle with, myself included, and that is to strike the right balance between volume and definition, like without weighing your hair down. For me personally, I have a high density fine hair. So for me, I struggle with defining my curls and fitters. Because it doesn't matter what I do. Frizz is just going to be there. Because my age just... It's like a frizz magnet. And I think that's something that is a fine hair problem. But that's okay because my hair its fine. No, it's just fine. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm, I don't know if you've been following me on my other social medias. But I have been trying to work more comedic skits in. So... I'm feeling like maybe the podcast might be heading in a different direction. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know what the future holds. But yeah, if you hear me saying some, making jokes, you never know. I might just become the next stand-up comedian. You never know. <laughs> for me personally, for finally, um I prefer products that actually weigh my curls down because even though I have fine hair, my hair is very dense, which means that even though it's fine, I have a lot of volume in my hair. So I I tend to opt for more heavier products that can remove some of the volume in my hair while defining my curls. And what that leaves me with is a kind of a challenge, you know, One of the challenges that I particularly face is humidity. And when it's extremely humid, my curls just frizz. It doesn't matter how much product I use. Like there's just a section of my hair that just detects the slightest humidity and then just goes, boom, humidity. So what I've started doing is using a stronger old gel and this is what I recommend for anybody who also struggles with you know humid situations and frizz is use a gel that is a stronger weight you know a medium to a strong old gel and once that cast is formed around your girl the humidity can come and your girls will be safe so what a gel does is it encapsulates the gill. It freezes the structure of the gill as it is. So that it's not quote-unquote damaged. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have a cup of sip of something. it's volume versus definition it is one of the shorter episodes i've really been enjoying the longer episodes but yeah i'm just gonna take as long as i need to take to deliver the message so with that said i think i want to introduce a segment called i don't know what it's called but it's where I just speak about trends that I've picked up on. Maybe we can come up with a name together. And there are three trends that I've been seeing in hairstyling, in pop culture. The one, this one, I've literally been seeing it all over my TikTok, all over my social media, all over my YouTube, all over my Instagram, and it's called the jellyfish cut. So this incorporates uh, the features of a jellyfish, right? And... The result is a haircut with two very obvious layers. One layer is very short, usually ear length, maybe neck length, like it's a bob length, right? And the second layer is much longer, very often it's towards the middle of the back. The top layer is called inwards and the bottom layer is called outwards and it's to resemble a jellyfish i've seen some amazing color combinations where the top layer is left like a natural hair color like blonde or brunette and the second layer is dyed in rainbow colors in a bright colors like purple oh my word tokyo is barking tokyo i'm gonna need you to not do the dogging thing right now i need you stop being a dog for like the next few minutes babes then you can bark out the window all you want mommy's working <laughs> so what was i saying yeah some of the the layers i've seen are pink purple blue like it just looks so cool and i've seen it braided as well and i think it's so unique what do you think of the trend do you think it's something that you'd ever do to your hair let me know the next thing i've seen all over my social media is a pixie cut. I've seen videos of people waving their hair like putting a mousse on and then waving the hair with their fingers like making finger waves. Some people even relax the hair to achieve that sleek look and I've seen some comedic skits where people complain about the high maintenance of a pixie cut that you either look like somebody's father or you look like the baddest fairy but there's no in between. <laughs> You know, I really wish that I was making a video podcast right now so that I could pop up some of the videos for you to see like what I've been seeing. But that is the goal one day, to have a studio with all of the recording equipment that I need. So if you are enjoying the content that I'm putting out and you'd like to support the podcast, consider becoming a member of my Patreon for less than $4. Yeah, that's less than four USD. And that's more or less the price of a cup of Starbucks. If you think about it, you're only going to be enjoying the Starbucks once and then you're going to have to go back and buy another cup. But if you become a member on my Patreon, you'll have my eternal gratitude. And the last trend I'd like to highlight for 2024 is a silk bow. It doesn't necessarily have to be silk, it can be satin. I've seen many different materials, but it's just a bow. And it's the cutest trend I've seen in a while. I think that we'll be able to look forward to bows becoming a staple in many a look from the hair to the makeup to the fits. Adding a bow in your hair is an easy way to elevate any look. Bows make your hairstyle look tied together. (laughs) No, literally I am sneaking in a cheeky trend that I think will pick up in 2024 and that's wearing gems in your hair. This isn't something I've seen a lot of people doing yet, but I have a spotty sensation that as the year draws on, we might see a rise in the number of posts on social media that have that little sparky spark, little some extra, some, some. Yo, and that's all from me for now, Call friends. I'll talk to you in my next one. Bye.